Welcome to the Yours is the Story podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Julia. And I'm Jill. This is a storytelling podcast that entertains, encourages, and points you to Jesus. Hey guys, so we, a few episodes back, we had our friend Kaylee on and she shared just a really cool story about her and her now husband, Neil, um, and just basically about their breakup and how they got back together and what God did in that season of dating. And it's a really cool story. So um, you should go listen to that episode if you haven't, but um this episode is going to be about her story of moving to a new state and um, just leaving their home and following Jesus and being obedient to what he has for them. It's really cool and encouraging. And she also talks about what God is teaching her in this season. And so I know you guys are going to love this episode. I was so encouraged by it. And I just think it's so cool how um, God oftentimes will call us into the unknown, call us to step out. And um, we're just supposed to trust him. And it's just so cool to see uh, what he did through their marriage when they trusted. And so I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Yeah, it's a good one. If you have a few more minutes, I want to hear the story of how you got to Arkansas. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I, when Neil and I got engaged, I told him shortly after that, actually, that if you like if you plan on like moving us out of Seattle, like we should probably just end things now. Like I was dead serious. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, because I was was so convinced I was not ever going to leave Seattle. And then literally almost broke his heart three times. (laughs) (laughs) This poor guy. The fact that he like married me is just shocking. Um, (laughs) But so we had the conversation and, and he had always felt like we were eventually going to end up in Arkansas. But in those moments, he was like, God has to show her. And he's like, that's okay. And so he, I mean, Loki like lied to me. He was like, yeah, no problem. Like, it's fine. We'll stay here as long as you need. Like, it's okay. <laughs> he's just so good with me. And so um, we had gone out to my parents' house for Thanksgiving and like I was just supposed to go read my Bible. And so I went and I read it and we weren't doing anything. So, and I just start reading. Um, I can't remember exactly what scripture it is, but it's the story when Jesus is talking to the disciples and it's like foxes have holes or foxes mm-hmm. have something, but like I have nowhere to lay my head. And for some reason, I just start weeping after reading this. And I really felt just so moved by the Holy Spirit to start praying for Arkansas and people in Arkansas, which is so funny because I was thinking in the moment too, like, this is the Bible Belt. Like, everybody knows of Jesus in the Bible Belt. Like, are you kidding? There's a church on every corner, and that's actually not a joke. But I, I just felt so moved, and I felt so clearly that I heard in my heart that we were supposed to move to Arkansas. And so I slowly walk over to where Neil's room and I'm like, Hey, do you have a second? And he goes, sure. Like what's going on? He's like, are you okay? Cause I was ugly crying. Like my mm-hmm. mascara was running. My cheeks were flushed. I was just, I was like, my skin gets blotchy when I cry. So I was just looking like a hot mess. 
And he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, but I really think we're supposed to move to Arkansas. And I don't know why, but I feel like this is where we're supposed to be next. I don't think we're supposed to live in Seattle anymore. And so we were, Neil was shook first off because he was like, I never thought I was going to drag her out of Seattle. (laughs) And (laughs) God, if anybody can do it, it's God. And so I, we like went back to Seattle and we actually, Sam and Julia picked us up from the airport and we told them that we were moving to Arkansas. And I think honestly, Julia, when we had told you guys, we had made up our minds beforehand, but I think saying it to you guys just solidified it for us of this is like, this is what's happening. This is what we're doing. And we, when y'all dropped us off, we were like, okay, if we're going to start making plans and then um come january february COVID happened and we were planning a wedding i swear i planned like a wedding three different times and COVID mm-hmm. canceled all of them so <laughs> we were planning our wedding and when COVID happened the venue that we had picked because we were going to get married out in arkansas and just move right before we got married because that way it would mm-hmm. just make sense and so in february COVID hit i got laid off And I was still getting unemployment or I was getting unemployment at that time. And then um, we were like, okay, well, do we still move? Like, is this still the right thing? And we felt like it was still the right thing to do. And so the venue that we had picked actually canceled on us and we had put a deposit down already. We had literally paid for everything. Like I had everything planned months in advance and we had put it all on a credit card. And so we literally had to call and cancel everything. So we, our entire credit card was refunded, but then the, um, our credit card company actually gave us like, let us keep the points. Wow. Which was insane because we had spent so much money on this. And so we got to keep all the points, which then literally covered our entire move. It covered the U-Haul, the hotels to get here, um, all of the gas to get here. Like it covered everything everything wow and then we drive into Fayetteville that day and we still didn't have an apartment we were on a wait list so we drove to the apartment complex and we walked in and we're like hey by any chance can we just go look at one like we'll we're staying with family but like can we just go look at one and the day that we got there they said, oh, well, your apartment that you're waitlisted for isn't available, obviously, yet. But we did have one just open up like 15 minutes ago. Do you want that one? It's a little bit more expensive per month, but it's available now. And we were like, yes, let us have it. So we got the keys to a brand new apartment that day. Wow. And then we walked in. It was a two-bedroom apartment. We originally were going to lease a one-bedroom apartment. And it was a two-bedroom apartment with a view, all the things. And then six months later, we found out we were pregnant and actually needed the second bedroom. So it was just like our whole dating journey, our marriage, like moving to Arkansas up to having Jude. And Jude in and of itself, it was like a big surprise, Um, which also I really don't say that lightly because I know we're a couple that can say that and we genuinely were so surprised, but it's the biggest blessing. And so I really don't mean that like, oh, like we just got lucky when we're really like, we're just really, really blessed with the timing of that, all of that. So yeah. 
it was just crazy. It like our whole life and our whole relationship has just been one thing after another. God just showing up and proving us again that like he's so faithful. Yeah. I love that. Can you tell me more about how Judas, like I haven't met him, but um, how he's such a blessing and even like the timing of that too. Yeah. So we, <laughs> we were um, very, um, it was very spontaneous. Actually I had an IUD in, at the time mm-hmm. when we found out we were pregnant. So there was like a 0.1% chance of us actually being able to get pregnant during that. Mm-hmm. And we found out we were pregnant in December of 2020. And then um, that was just, there was so much trust in God of like, how are we going to pay for this baby? There's mm-hmm. a lot of fear of, am I going to be a good mom? I never really considered myself to be like stay at home mom material. And Mm. I was really battling this, like, do I stay home? Like, do I have something for myself? And I've just having Jude has just solidified so much more in me of like, God has called me to a lot of different things. And I know that by having something for myself that like is work for me, it, I'm able to be a better mom and I'm able to show up for him more and I have more time and God's made so many ways just even in my current job now like I get to work part time from home so I get to almost spend more time with him now than and not resent it than I think I would in any other way but the first pretty much his whole first six months of his life there's like something happening it felt like um his first month he had silent reflux which basically means that he never napped he cried all day long and couldn't lay down on his back so i had it was just like constantly needing to like be bounced or held or so there's just no moment of like peace in a sense during that whole month and then neil was grieving he had lost um several family members during covid and so he was still grieving all of that on top of a newborn baby. But there was a moment, and I think this is really what changed both mine and Neil's perspective, but there was a moment when we were walking because we would go, the only time Jude would be able to fall asleep was if I like wrapped him up and went on a walk. And so we went, <laughs> we walked so much and it was like August. And so it was like 90 degrees outside at like eight o'clock at night. <laughs> we were just like, okay, we're going to do this. Um But there was a moment when I was walking with Jude. I had him like kind of nestled into my chest. Neil and I were talking and like he kind of like sneezed. And so I just like kind of I kissed the top of his head. And I remember saying like, I know you can't say I love you back, but I love you so much more than you'll ever know. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, it was like, that's exactly how God sees us. That's exactly the love that God cares for me right now as a full grown adult. Mm-hmm. Like even when I couldn't say I love you back, like God still loved me. God still mm-hmm. carried me, still nurtured me, still kissed the top of my forehead, still swaddled me to make sure that I was safe and sound. Mm-hmm. And just there's nothing that could ever distort that image in my mind. Like when I think of Jude as a newborn, like I think of that. And I think of the way that God showed up for Neil in those moments when it was really hard and the way that he showed up for me when I was on like 30 minutes of sleep and couldn't (laughs) move or do anything and just recovering and navigating all of like the new mom life. Mm -hmm. But 
now dude's 19 months so about a year and a half a little over a year and a half and he's still just teaching me things he's still teaching me about the sweetness of God and how gentle God is and how even in like discipline it's never like when I when I discipline Jude it's never to um, harm him it's only to make sure that he's safe and that he's okay and that he doesn't have too many yogurt pouches because that can hurt his tummy like it's just like little things like that and I'm like okay God like you really like you're teaching me through my son yeah and he's also like the cutest little boy ever (laughs) thanks his cheeks are just everything to me I literally can't he is so cute he has started um He'll base, he's just learning so many words right now. And I posted this thing on Instagram, like I think a couple of days ago. But we pray with him every single night, and he prays with Neil and I whenever we're going through anything. But um, we'll be like, dude, like, how do we say your prayers? And he'll like clasp his hands uh-huh. and then we'll say the prayer. But he knows that when we say the phrase in Jesus' name, he'll go, Amen. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, Yes. So cute. Like every single time he does it, it's so cute. Thanks for listening to the Yours is the Story podcast. We really want to hear stories from you. You can email us at yoursthestory at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram. We'll see you next time.